beat drops, no one is safe from the finger wagging. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else you can really do. I know. <laughs> I was gonna... Wait, is this microphone recording correctly? Oh, that's a good question. We're gonna find Hello. out. Hello. Oh. Yeah, we're good at clipping. All right, good. <laughs> Fantastic. So for yeah. those of you who are still listening to us, we're not editing that and haven't fucking blown no. What's editing? I'll compress it, okay. so it's fine. All right, that welcome once again to another episode of the Talk Box Podcast. As always, I am your host, Chad Captain Tempest. With me, we've got Harry Laserhead. You are not the host. I mean, we are all the hosts. Fine, we're all hosts. You are not the only host. We're all hosts. I mean, yeah. We are the collective host <laughs> amalgamation. <laughs> Uh, you are not safe from our hosting abilities. <laughs> We're doing this. We also have we also have Zach Cryolord five thirty. Hey, I am literally the host. Pat, Mister Bot, yeah, who has opened his house to us for like the upteenth time to, to record. Hello, hello. Because none of us have our own house. We've got Adam, the Dutch oven. What's up? And like we also place. have a guest today. We have returning from the screen sheet videos. We have Omi, goddammit, it, Jason. Hello, Jason. He was on the podcast. I was on a podcast. Was I was he? on a Star Wars he, podcast. I oh, did damn. Not know. <laughs> it was. It was an. Well, hour that was the one that I missed. Yeah, it was an right. hour and a half long, and it it started with me going, "Well, Chad's not here, so how does <laughs> how does he start this?" Well, anyway. now you know. You now just go back. Watch the tape and you'll find out. If it's, if it's still, I mean, it literally, there goes, is no tape. Hey, I'm your host. <laughs> We've been over this before. Goes, hey, I'm actually the real host, and then they fight for host position. Okay. Um, so anyway, here we are for another episode of the podcast. We've got a couple things to talk about today. Um, we have a lot of to talk about. Actually, yeah, we kind of do. We, have we, have, we forgot all of them. We so have we're just gonna ramble and ramble, and they're gonna listen. Well, like the first people. thing that I remember is we were gonna talk about some crowdfunding projects that happened le- recently. So sure. Zach, how about you start us off on that? Oh, man, oh man, oh man. All right. <coughs> We Pat and I recently recorded uh, an episode of Boxcars about this, so that has the amalgamation of why you should play the Banner Saga series. Because the Banner Saga series is the dopest Nordic Viking shit you'll ever play in your entire goddamn life. And they're making a third one via Kickstarter. So I am as excited as I could possibly be uh, about that. Um, I'm really happy that this small studio is, you know, getting a lot of success with this game. Uh, series and they're being sort of rewarded by it with you know how well they've been doing on the Kickstarter so far. Um, also, the backer rewards look super cool. My only thing is I might like I want to spend like the two hundred and seventy five dollar tier, but I don't have that money. What do you so, What do you get for having that tier? You get all the stuff. So, um, well, okay, define so, all the stuff. You have so, a salty beverage. Essentially, for each hundred, they have three different hundred dollar backer rewards, and each one is themed around a creature in the world. So, for instance, they have uh, Dredge, who are the main bad guys, and if you get the Dredge set, you get a bunch of regular stuff, but then you also get a Dredge themed hat, Dredge themed shirt, Dredge themed poster. Uh, Varl, like humans, you have a human themed hat, human themed shirt, human themed poster. Varl, you get a Varl themed uh, uh, like pint glass, um, <laughs> a Varl themed hat uh, shirt, and a Varl themed poster. Plus uh, art book, uh, cloth map, uh, a bunch of other crazy stuff, which is awesome. But if you buy the war chest backer, which is two hundred and seventy five dollars, you get all of the shirts, oh, all of the hats, oh. the cup. A bunch of other crazy st- and like I'm like I don't want to drop three hundred dollars on this. But you do want all you the are you are the salt of swag. But I super love free stuff <laughs> that's related to games, and I know it's not free if I'm paying two hundred seventy-five dollars <laughs> for it. But it's super cool. Okay, um, imagine this. Imagine it, our friend Josh yelling at you saying two hundred and seventy-five dollars. I know. Would you be able to live with that? Well, I would <laughs> say number one, I don't talk to Josh a lot. Number two. <laughs> 
the last time I yelled $200 at Josh was because he bought one item for $200, and this would be an amalgamation of items. Okay, that's fair. At least over 10 to 15 items of stuff for $275. For reference, Josh is a friend of ours who bought a $200 lightsaber. $200, Josh! Minus 600 What? What? That's a lot! Um, That's my second one. Wow. Yes. Alright. <laughs> but is it an actual lightsaber? It is, it's an actual battle does lightsaber. Cut, does it cut? Like, no, it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't no. <laughs> well then why did you never mind. Never mind, it's so, a different conversation. So tell us a little bit about the Banner Saga three. Um just like it's to kinda of get a reference. Obviously um, we can go listen to boxcars right. if we want to get the full. Yeah, thing. of course. Uh Banner Saga one and two are basically uh Viking Oregon Trail. The third one is gonna be more of that, but better. Uh and you can see that through just the changes that they have from Banner Saga 1 to Banner Saga 2. They definitely added a lot more. Because Banner Saga 1, they had no idea if they were going to make this. A, like, they knew they wanted it to be a series, but they wouldn't know if it would get off the ground enough for it to be a series. Which, like, you can definitely see Banner Saga 2, they add a lot more dialogue, they add a lot more characterization, they add a lot more to the battles themselves in, uh, like, tactics, skills, uh, environmental, like, barricades, and, like, bears, and, like, weird, like, enemy types. It's great. Um, I like how Bears made that list. Bears right? made the list because it's a great, it's a, it's a cool. I liked it. Um, <laughs> what do I always say? And that? Uh, something about, something about Adam something about bears. Um, you know what it is, Jason? Yeah, I do know. What it but is. yeah, but Bear, but Banner Saga three should be really good. I'm looking. I'm. It's going to be the completion of the series because they're they're definitely going to like they're talking about it like this is the end of the, the trilogy. Okay. This is the big finale. Are they going to be fireworks. Um, I hope there's fireworks. I think instead of. Replace fireworks with eldritch horrors, and you're good. Oh, Which wow. is way better. Anyway. Which is super good. Like that's super cool. Wow. But because you have to remember the cool thing of one of the cool things about the Banner Saga world is that, like you say, like Viking Oregon Trail, but it's Viking Oregon Trail during the Viking Apocalypse, essentially. It's basically like, like the well, their version of Ragnarok, which instead of being like all the heroes from Valhalla have risen from the dead to fight the giants, in this one it's oh no, the sun has stopped in the sky. It never sets. Instead of going to sleep at night, we just hop in tents and pretend that it's night because we're tired. So, so like um, when uh, like the last also when the mountains fire. are falling. Oh God, what's that? And it's it's awesome. So everything Love goes work. to shit. Yeah. Everything goes to shit real fast, and the gods have stopped listening because they're probably dead. I mean, that's and what it's a great horror, really. It's, but it's a fantastic. Like everything super sucks, but it's still an awesome world that you want to be a part of, right. which is great. Even though everything is falling apart at your fingertips and I your mean, loved ones are dying with in front a of you. Pitch like that. Who can uh, say now? With a pitch like that, also, listen to boxcars. What's neat is um, if you and I'm, I didn't get a chance to really mention it in the boxcars episode because okay. I wasn't off the top of my head. Um, if you buy like a regular twenty dollars pledge, you get Banner Saga three. If you add another twenty bucks, you get Banner Saga one and two. Oh, okay, so like, for forty dollars you get all three of them. For, for forty bad. bucks, that's all three. So, which, so for the price of a used Call of Duty game, you get three. Liter- games. For well, yeah, essentially, <laughs> yeah. for a used new Call of Duty game, you get you know sixty dollars worth of Banner Saga shit. That's does it, does it awesome. come with people insulting you and your mother like they, Call of Duty? Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, it involves. It comes with a lot less of that and a lot more of people that you thought were your friends betraying you by killing your other friends. Oh boy! Like Chad. Like, like me. Chad does. 
Actually, um, I was going to interject. Like, if you wanted that as part of your Banner Banner Saga experience, just invite like, me over yeah, and I'll we'll insult you. Like, we'll make fun of you. <laughs> we'll while you make it happen. You'll be like, oh, no, my daughter is dead. And we'll be like, ah, ha, 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 Maybe much. you should have bought better items in the last town. And you'll be like, but I need supplies for my people. Let them starve. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. the Banner Saga. That's and it's great. Saga. And you should all go out and play. Moving on. Yep, definitely look into yeah. our Boxcars episode if you want to hear Zach ramble on about that. I know so I definitely good. will. It's so good. So the other crowdfunding project that we had that Harry brought up was uh, Pillars of Eternity 2. Yes. You want to take the lead on that? It is. So Pillars of Eternity is a game created by Obsidian Entertainment that pays homage and is very reminiscent of the old school turn-based RPGs. Baldur's Gate. It's top Isometric. Down, right? It's yeah. an isometric view. Like it's very similar to like the original Baldur's Gate and other games just like that. But so like it has a huge story to it, it has a whole shit ton of lore into it. Like you can just sit there and like read for hours while yeah. playing the game and everything. You can get a bear in your party. You can have an you can have a party of 5 people and then 5 bears and just run around with the bears. You don't have to control the characters at all. You just control the bears. Oh, man. That's what someone actually did. That sounds like it's right uh, up I might get more bears. <laughs> that sounds good. Did someone had them? No. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> so, Pillars of Eternity 2 was just announced uh, for crowdfunding on Thursday. Yeah. Okay. And before the end of Thursday, the game had reached its crowdfunding goal of $1.1 million. Wow. So, within 24 hours, it reached its goal. Their goal was one point one million dollars. Wow, that's and they insane. reached it within a day. Well, that's a very like that's a high goal to set. Yes, like, yeah, but Obsidian and Steam is a really well known company. True, because the first Bills of Fear was good, and they also did Fallout New Vegas. I, I was gonna say when I think of Obsidian, mm-hmm. the first thing yeah, I think of is New they Vegas. did. I forget what else they did, but Nice Little Republic also my first Two. Fallout, so because they did Nice Little Republic Two, and you can see if you look at Nice Little Republic <laughs> One. A nice little public two, and you compare it to Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas. There is a uh, correlation with. Oh man, we added crafting, and like I remember that was my least favorite part of Nice Little Public Two. And then yeah. I was like, "Oh, who made New Vegas?" And it was like, "Oh hey, we got better crafting." I'm like, "Oh come on, guys!" Yeah, but they did a really good job. Like all the characters were super interesting. Yeah, and they're very good at making like diverse worlds. They, yeah, Obsidian Entertainment. They are very good with story related mm. stuff. They are very good at creating a very in depth and well done story. So. Yeah. I'm really glad that they're going with a Pillars of Eternity 2 and Pillars of Eternity what 2 What about their world building though? Because that was for Pillars of Eternity so 1 for, for well, whatever Obsidian made Well for Pillars of Eternity 2 though they are increasing the size of their world and they're because Pillars of Eternity 1 it was kind of linear it wasn't really mm. you didn't have as much freedom as you'd think you would in like well, it was a, a lot of fields. wide open RPG Like there but, was a lot of fields and like there was a lot of like oh look at the wonderful cliffs and it's like what's here? Ah, I must go and reminisce about a memory I have about my such and such. And you're like, okay, cool. This place is covered in dragons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? Is there anything else here? No, just dragons. All right. Well, we're killing dragons so that uh, such and su- uh, talks with cliffs here can just like reminisce. Awesome, <laughs> great, and then you just kind of try to get out of there without you know, like losing your whole party. So, but in uh, the new one, the second one, they said that they're going to be putting a lot more freedom into the game, so you're going to be able to go to a lot more places and do a lot more character development for your own character that you oh, create cool. and everything. And nice. like, I was just looking at some of like, the higher end uh, tiers for backing yeah. it. You can, you can, uh, if you pay enough, you can own your own island in the game, like a like a Whoa. big island. So there'll be 
multiple islands in the game that you can go to and everything. Like, yeah. you can also own inns, so there'll be, like, lots of towns and everything that yeah. are run by, like, or owned with air quotes by adding, people like, that, like... So there's going to be a lot more stuff yeah. and a lot more areas to explore okay. and That's a lot more freedom with it and everything. Be good. Hashtag no. And the game, just the combat, like, it seems pretty straightforward at first, but when you look into, like, the character sheets and everything, there's, like, formulas behind every spell and attack for, like, how the damage is dealt and everything, so you can actually, like, if you really wanted to, you'd go, like, super into it and just, like, go crazy with it. And max the hell out of it. Yes. Yeah. I live for that kind yes. of stuff. Well, that's, you need to. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you're playing on the higher difficulties, you need to min but, yeah, so not sure when that game's coming out, but it had just reached its. It just came out on for crowdfunding on Fig, uh, and it's reached its goal. Oh, so. Fig! Yeah, that's a uh, Tim Schafer's platform yeah. that he used to fund Psychonauts too. So yeah, so yeah, so that's, that's cool. Good. Excited for that. So yeah, I think the if I remember how crowdfunding usually works. They have to wait for the entire funding period to yes. end before so they whatever get the, the money. Yes. Yeah. So whatever they get now is just gravy. Well, but that's they, good ha- for they can only get it at the end. Now of the they're going to be doing stretch goals. So they've already reached a stretch goal I just looked up online where they're going to be adding subclasses to the game. Oh, perfect. So instead of just having a one main class, you now have a subclass as well. So that that's was cool. the first stretch goal. So we're varying into Rager and then like Paladin. Yeah, yeah and like who knows, Super Paladin! Who knows how many more stretch goals they're going to do because I'm assuming since they made it in less than a day they're going to yeah. meet any stretch goals they want yeah, pretty much. Okay. That's usually awesome. how it works. It's yeah. usually one of those things where when you meet the thing in a day, it's like, all right, well, it's like, should we even... <laughs> at that point, you're like, okay, guys, we need to talk about what else we can do with this. If people are going to throw mountains of money at us, we need to... The sky's the limit, right? Yeah. Mountains of money. <clears throat> Pretty much. So, all right, moving yeah, on your, to our, our next topic. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Mountains of money. So should we talk about Pokebank, I guess? The Pokebank sure. update? Alrighty. So within this past so, weekend, so I believe on... I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, that's the thing. It's one of those things where my, my little sister, I bought her Pokemon Sun, but I have not myself Touched experienced the world of Hawaiian Pokemon. So, Aloha? Aloha. Tell Aloha. me some more about. Uh, tell me some more about some uh, Alolan. Uh, well, we're talking about the banking Pokemon and economy. Yeah. Okay. So it's how is the Alolan dollar? Is it stronger than the? <laughs> That's not that kind um, of. It's the Pokemon bank. So right. It deals with Pokemon, not money. So, so how okay. much is Pikachu worth? Allow yeah. me to. It does explain. not deal with money. Can, much, I a, can I trade a can I trade a Alolan dig, Diglet for a uh, can Kanto we just, like, edit diglet? them out while me and Chad talk about this? We just made a joke <laughs> about editing. So I know <laughs> that's why I just said that. But anyway, so yes, the Pokemon Bank was a feature that was implemented in Generation Six. So X, Y, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. This was basically so that players could store their Pokemon in like a cloud and have you could store up to like three thousand of them. You have a hundred boxes that just that can hold thirty Pokemon each. So okay. it's like you have three thousand Pokemon that you could hold up there. Literally, it was for people that just wanted to transfer a bunch of stuff up there and not have to worry about it, or there was like too much space being take up, mm-hmm. taken up in their current game's PC box, so they just threw it up in the cloud. And easy like way that. to transfer Pokemon between games. Yeah, because okay. you could take a Pokemon from X, put it to the bank, and then download it in your version of like Omega Ruby, for example. So it allowed a lot of freedom and customization. Um, but now they re- they just received a, um, a compatibility update that updates it for Sun and Moon. So now you can transfer, do a one-time transfer, everything from XY, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire to the bank and then down into Sun and Moon. Once you've done that transfer, they can not they can go back in the bank, but they can't go back to those other games. Okay. Um, but it just makes it so that like all of these Pokemon that people were waiting for, like people were waiting to like use the Pokemon that they'd been training for this long, 
that have just been sitting there up in the cloud, now they can take them down and actually start using them, trading them, battling with them. Yeah. Destroy you. the world. Destroy the world. I mean, typical. The world and, um, and then, also, at the same line with that, with that update, they also released the Poke Transporter. Yes, which, which allows you uh, to... There's the three virtual games, the Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, and Pokemon Yellow that are virtual console on the yeah. 3DS. And you can now transfer Pokemon from that game into the Pokebank and then into Sun and Moon. But they do did they, a, do they keep their pixelated forms? No, they do not. They actually they get, they get, some, they get quite a facelift. So what the, what happens when you do that? They get a little special like Game Boy icon, so that oh, you just cool. it marks them so saying these are from the virtual console. And any Pokemon you transfer over is guaranteed at least three max IVs. And that's pretty it, notable, right? Yes. Yeah. Because it can be higher as well. It can be it can be more than three. And then. They are oh, if they have a hidden ability, they are guaranteed to have that hidden ability. So if a like some if, if a Pikachu just try, for anyone who doesn't know Pokemon, if a Pikachu has like a secret ability like trait that makes it stronger, yes, because uh, every Pokemon always get it. Yes, every single from the okay. virtual console transferring it up, they'll okay. always have the hidden ability. That's cool. And about half a day into that update coming out, people realized you can uh, rig it or you can figure out a guaranteed way to get the correct nature you want for any of those Pokemon oh. based off its XP value. Because so, that determines what it is when it gets transferred yeah. over. It's a really weird thing. It's like they have to take the stats to figure out the IVs. They take the experience to figure out the nature. They take some other like weird hidden value. or not, uh, I don't know. It's not hidden, but they take some other numerical value to figure out if it's shiny or not. Yeah. So it's like they had to basically take a lot of the stuff from the old game because those mechanics have never been used since I think like gold, silver, and crystal. Because with mm. Ruby Sapphire Emerald, they completely redid everything. Okay. So all those old mechanics now they found a way to basically like transfer that into the new game so that it all adds up in the end and you get something sweet. Now out of it. the question everybody really wants to ask: Do we know what that hidden thing? Do we know what determines whether or not it's going to be shiny or not? Because I think I don't it's, think so. it's a specific numerical value somewhere in the stats. I can't remember exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. So basically, like you can try no, and shoot you can't for it. Rig it. You can try and shoot really? for it, but it's still going to be just as hard as finding a shiny Pokemon yeah. in the wild. Fair enough. Well, that was one of the main uh, things with um, when everyone first got Sun and Moon. I remember there was a whole thing where they had spent like people had spent three to four hours. Just like cycling through the intro, like animation oh, to get their starter because there was a they chance you could get a starter. shiny yeah. starter. Yeah, it was like number one. Why wouldn't you just play the game? But <laughs> number two, yeah. you spent four hours trying to get a shiny starter. Like my goodness, yep. <laughs> that it's, is, it, it's uh, people. A lot the the hardcore Pokemon crowd will do pretty much anything for, yeah. for shinies. Oh, and another thing with the Pokemon transpo- uh, transporter, they also give when you download that you are given the muni. The Mew Z Crystal, yes. which oh, unlocks Mew. a special Z move for Mew, there you go. Okay. which you can get in the Virtual Boys through like that weird glitch thing, but it's not considered yeah. the glitch Pokemon, it's con- considered now legitimate, it's so you can easily transfer it over oh. and get the Z Crystal on. Another it. fun story that I just found out is, you remember how you could catch Missing No in the original game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. People tried transferring it to Sun and Moon. Yeah. Uh, what happened is, first off, it glitched out the bank. There's so, a really funny glitch. Like, it literally, okay, take, you put Missing No in your party, mm-hmm. or in, your, in the box or whatever, and then you try transferring that with, like, say, one other line of Pokemon. Say we'll have, like, oh, I don't know, Execute, Pikachu, Squirtle, Charmander, Whatever, whatever, you can transfer that whole thing, 
only those four are going to show up, so it'll only be Execute Pikachu, Squirtle, Charmander. But all the names are going to be shifted one slot to the right. So, <laughs> so execute Execute's going to become no. Pikachu. No, Pe- Missing sorry, No. Sorry, Execute's going to become Missing No. Pikachu's going to become Execute. Squirtle's going to become Pikachu. Charmander's going to... It's like... It's a whole thing like that. It's because... Missing No does not exist. Yeah. So when you transfer it, it's still treated as though it doesn't exist, but it's taking up a slot. Right. So it has to shift everything else to compensate. <laughs> so it's a little good. funny glitch that people did when so they tried to bring ha- it over. What happens to missing number itself? Uh, he it just, just vanishes. vanishes. Oh, okay. uh, so it doesn't crash your Pokebank or it doesn't crash your game at all. It just missing note disappears and your Pokemon's names get messed up. Okay. Well, that's yeah. I mean, it's a really funny, funny glitch. Yeah. You could, there's always the I'm glad it doesn't ruin anyone's bank. I think the, I think the company Pokemon. took that into account that people are going to be getting missing note in the Virtual Boys and they probably wanted to make sure it wouldn't crash the bank or anything because yeah. if it crashed the bank it might just yeah. could accidentally delete all the Pokemon you have in your right. bank and that they be said, awful they said themselves that when they released the the games on Virtual Console they said it's like they're the same games we didn't change anything all the glitches still work all the same mechanics still work like go nuts I mean yeah. that's how you do so right. I immediately yeah. went and got a level 10 Mew <laughs> Because you can do so. that. Because why not? Yeah. yeah. Might as well. Now, you don't use the Pokemon Bank, Jason. No, I don't. I, I actually didn't know it existed. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've played X and Y. I've played Ruby Sapphire. I've played the new one, though I'm not particularly fond of the Sorry, new one. I don't really care for it. Uh, but no, I didn't know the bank existed. Well, yeah, you can, now I do. Five, $5 a year, you get access to it for the entire year for Ooh, 100 bags. It's five, a paid subscription. Five dollars. Still, it's I didn't like, realize it was paid. You get, you get 3,000 slots, and okay. it's only okay. $5 a year. You also get free like special event Pokemon. Like We got the three Reggies. Okay, well... Last okay, year, okay. and some so other legendary here's Pokemon. What, here's what you're really doing. Okay. You're paying $5 every time a new Pokemon game comes out to bring all your old Pokemon into the new game. That's essentially okay. what you're doing. Now, that works really great. Except, I haven't played Pokemon since Pokemon Gold. Well, obviously you don't so buy So, I'm not the guy. So, you're not the target audience. Obviously, it's not targeted. No, I know. Yeah, but it's I'm like, just really used to Nintendo's, like, free stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. when I think of Nintendo, I don't think of, like... Paid overtime. Well, you can do a free trial, which is like a month. You can actually. You can then you can transfer all your. What you can do? Oh yes, I can take all of my nothing and and store it someplace. (laughs) Ah, fantastic! Five dollars a year for storing nothing. When you're doing the virtual (laughs) boy transfers, if you click A, choose this box, it transfers the entire box at once. Oh Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I learned that the hard way. So now my Pokemon Yellow game, I only have my party and no other Pokemon. Wow. But luckily, my party is the only Pokemon I want to use. Well, that's good. That'll right. um, work. So, that's the Pokemon Bank update. So, go download it now. The, the update's completely free. The subscription-based thing is still there, and, you know, okay. whatever. But I, the update's free, so go get it if you have it. I do have some Pokemon news. Do you? All right. So, uh, apparently the cartoon's still happening. Yes. 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 It's very popular. Uh, Team Rocket finally beat Ash. What? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Ash only had Rowlet and Pikachu. Rowlet and Pikachu got their ass kicked by one Pokemon, and Team Rocket was like, oh man, we finally won. But what's that giant, like, red panda-looking Pokemon? Oh, beware. (laughs) Yeah, beware. Apparently the new thing in this new series is beware just follows Team Rocket. It's like, they are my children. (laughs) They're like, we won, and then beware pops out of the ground and goes... Let's go home. Oh my god. It just god. carries them That's on. amazing. So yeah, he only brought Rowlet and Pikachu and yeah. 
And wow. I don't remember the Pokemon they lost to, but they got So not up. okay, so not okay. only has he lost every single Pokemon tournament that he's been in, but now he loses to Team Rocket as okay. well. Okay. Where will it end? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is He'll lose to Youngster Joey. You have to remember. <laughs> This is this is I like shorts. This is my rat has in the top percentage. This is a Rocky story. All right. This is not this is not like the Ivan Drago like versus. Okay. This is definitely like like low tier Rocky. This is Rocky who has gone to the top and then been like, ah, oh, now I'm gonna get kind of crappy at boxing. Now now that he's lost and he's hit rock bottom because he's been beaten by Team Rocket, he now gets to you know bop around, train up. Punch some Tauros meat on a on a meat hook. He gets to you know run up the stairs of the of the Alolan mountains and go like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna beat him. I'm gonna take Apollo Creed. And I'm gonna beat the hell out of him. And that, but there's no stairs. There's just elevators. Well, two freaking. Bi- well, he can run in so place. What you're, what, you're, what, you're, what you're predicting is that because he lost to Team Rocket in this series, I think that he might win the Alolan championship. I think that he's gonna no. win the Alolan championship because that, now that, that, it breaks be the, tradition. As soon be, as he wins, the series is over. Yeah, he has Why? no reason to go. Because that's and that's what everyone's hoping for him to do. Once that is over, it's like, all right, he won. Now Yeah. How long did he go then back and all the other tournaments he lost? That's like the same thing with what happened when Leonardo DiCaprio won the Oscar. What's he going to do now? <laughs> all he, of his movies are going to be crap because he's not even going to try anymore. Okay, okay. He did what Robert De Niro does. <laughs> I need you to, well, no. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. If you, if you are on top of your game, you have reached the, the mountaintop, and you're like, there is nothing else I can do to succeed. All right. Here's my, here's my advice to anyone. <laughs> anyone out there who's listening to this, you... Oh, great. You've achieved everything. Fantastic. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take your limitless money and potential, and you're going to use it to help other people achieve their dreams. Who is limitless money? I mean, Ash a lot doesn't. of people. No, I no. what I'm saying he's, is... He's getting that. It's just like a thing in if, general. If Ash, beats, if Ash beats the Alolan championship and becomes the champion, you don't think this isn't the start of, like... Ash teaching other trainers how to become super awesome. Like sits in one place for the rest of his life. Well, no, better than that. Like running around. I mean, he essentially has to sit at the Pokemon League forever. Like meet challenges are always appearing. Okay, but like, like you can have him go and like meet like Brock's kids and like teach them how to train Pokemon. And like Brock can't do that. Brock's busy being a gym leader or some like garbage. <laughs> Who knows? Zach's trying to give this great advice. You know what I'm talking about? about shooting the ball. <laughs> if you, I'm, I'm just saying, if you hit the My peak, job. if you hit, if you hit the peak, Brock's and you're like, he's a Pokemon breeder. He is also he a gym used leader. to be the gym Well, there you go. He's, he's busy Pokemon breeding, and so he doesn't have time for his own kid. And then Ash is like, "Hey, I'll take he's him on a Pokemon action. adventure." Oh, yes. He has younger brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah but he let him with his dad. And yeah. then Ash my, has my point is, if you think that there's nowhere Brock else child. to go up, do you actually have eyes? You can always like help others. <laughs> are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> Even like if it's just people who are trying to achieve question. their dreams. Like, hey, if Leonardo DiCaprio isn't like What's acting the name his of like grandson? best in movies, he can always be helping like amateur directors. That's like, true. Imagine okay. if you were like a crappy like college film student and like Leonardo DiCaprio is in your movie because he's just like. I got all the time in the world. What the like, hell did you do to get him into your movie? Nothing. He just has, like, just as, like, a lark. Just, like, whatever. That's Bill Murray, man. All right. I'll do whatever. We're going to move forward on to Pokemon. <laughs> so the bank update came out. Clearly some things are happening in the cartoon that I didn't even know about, so that's nice. Mm. 
But um, so now for our next and possibly final topic. Not sure how much time we got left. Uh, we will do this and then we'll just bullshit. All right, All right, sounds good. So the next thing is that uh, Aether Revolt released. It's been out for I think at least a good full week now. For Magic the uh, Gathering. Yep, 14th, for Magic the Gathering. So a couple weeks. It's been, oh, it's been out for a couple weeks now. Uh, okay. No, it came out no, last week. Last week. The pre-release was two weeks. Ago. Uh, uh, so that's it. Okay. I really, I really Friday. see that as yeah. the... It's it released, essentially the release. It released yeah. on the 20th, and as I've stated multiple times, I think there's something arguably very poetic about a set about uh, the people revolting against the government coming out on the same day as the presidential inauguration. Uh, but <laughs> that anyway, is, that is, like that'll, be, that that'll, be, that'll be the last time I make it, but anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> But anyway, it released on the 20th, and uh, it's been out for a little while. People have been kind of experimenting with the new cards and finding some new stuff on it. Look I think I may be one of the few that actually has researched the entire set, or See, Zach, you I, as well? No. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, I was like at I Walmart, and I'm like, I didn't get a chance to do any pre-release stuff, okay. so I just said, hey, is this box like 40 bucks? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, is there a lot of cards out? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, alright, I'm opening packs. And then I just opened some Aether Revolt. And I got some decent Mythics, okay. um, nothing really like crazy, but I am impressed by a lot of stuff. Like, um, I mean, I like the idea of uh, the blue enchantment that we were just talking about before the podcast, yeah. uh, and using that in a that it's like make eight copies of a single creature, and if you have eight of them, you win the game, which is great for if you're running a blue green. Uh, artifact. Is yeah, it artifact? it's an enchant yeah. artifact. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's it a blue and three creature, but. A blue and three of any kind for an enchant artifact. Um, you throw it on an artifact yeah. and you get a copy of it at the beginning of each upkeep. And if you have eight of them with the same name, you win. Yeah. So, Which is great yeah. if you're using like doubling season parallel lives. Anything that like doubles oh, yeah. tokens. It's pretty easy There's... just to do with Thopters, too. Yeah, exactly. Or the servers. There's a lot of pretty crazy shenanigans you could right. pull with that in Commander, I bet. So, so we're going to talk about the mechanics. There are two new mechanics that came with this set. Yes. Uh, one of them, on my handy dandy phone. Hello, phone. What is Revolt? Revolt. 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 Revolt, which so basically what, means... What does Revolt do, Adam? Since you right, have it right in front of you. Come on. It, it forms. Um, essentially what it does Clash is whenever a permanent enters the battlefield on your turn... Leaves the battlefield. No, no. If a permanent with Revolt enters the battlefield oh, on yes. your turn... If something when, he enti- when it enters the oh, battlefield... Yeah, if, if, it, if a permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn something triggers a yeah. so effect. revolt is it triggers by when usually it's on a creature that when it enters the battlefield if a cre- if a permanent you control left the battlefield on your turn its effect happens like that right um, if you're having trouble wrapping your head around it kind of think of uh, morbid from the innistrad block where yeah. something died you get an additional effect yeah this so this isn't just dying though this is it's exile. it can be this is anything anything le- any way it leaves the battlefield so blinking uh, there's also you can play an evolving wild yeah sack it for a the fetch lands are really yeah. good with it it's bouncing stuff back to hand I like yeah. um personally the um the red sky pirate captain. Yeah. Ah, yes. Carrie Zev. And she produces the monkey, which automatically is Revolt. Yep, because, because it, it comes in and then it exiles itself at the end of combat. Which is it, great. And yeah. that's all of the Revolt uh, Like, I'm, I'm going to give an example. Uh, decommission, which is an instant. Uh, normally when you play it, it's destroy target artifact or enchantment, but if a permanent you control at the battlefield, you also can't read life. So it's just like little bonuses yeah. like that for for uh, having stuff leave the battlefield under your control. There's like creatures that come more notable ones one are things like uh, landers the battlefield target creature gets minus three minus three, so it's removal and a creature. Yep. Or yeah. the uh, there's some green ones that just give themselves plus one plus one counters. 
I like it. It's a very um, it's giving creatures it's a lot of solid. utility now. Yeah. A lot more utility on creatures. Yeah, because now you don't mind it. killing something if it means it's like you don't mind blocking and chumping something if it means that you get value on another creature True. for having it leave or swinging on. in against. Uh, like if you swinging had, in, knowing yeah. you're going to lose something from the attack, yeah, but you're still going to get damage through. Then you're being profitable because you're getting a revolt trigger. Yes. Yep. And then the other new ability is improvise, improvise. Uh, which is your artifacts help. Uh, they help spells. cast spells that have it. It's very similar to Affinity for Artifacts. What's the old Selesnya ability? Convoke. Oh, Convoke. Convoke. It's, there we go. it's yeah. more like Convoke. That's a lot better. Yeah. So The only difference between the two, I think, is that Convoke can lets be colored. You, yeah, Convoke lets you tap the creatures for whatever color they are, whereas this only lets you tap the artifacts just to pay for well, colorless. I mean, technically, you are tapping them for their color. Okay, if you want to well, get tapped. There are some <laughs> colored artifacts. There are though. some colored artifacts that yeah. you could tap. So, but this. they can't. So it's like a sword. That you when you cast a spell, yeah. after tapping all of your mana sources, <laughs> then you can then tap any other untapped artifacts you have to then generate to generate essentially one colorless mana towards the spell. But it's not actually generating mana. It's just each artifact you tap reduces the cost of your of that spell it by would, one. Yeah, it pays for one. And as far as standard goes, this set is riddled with low drop artifacts. Yeah, they well, got like there's, renegade maps. The, there's a lot the of cycle. tokens. The token gen? Like servos, thopters, what's, clues. What's the one? Clues are, re- clues are a really big thing that people have been talking yeah. about with it. What's the card that's a two drop? It doesn't do anything except when it enters the battlefield and leaves the battlefield, it makes a servo. Oh, the I know puzzle, what you're talking about. The puzzle knots? It's not a puzzle knot. No, no, it's, um, it's a, something schematic. Yes, a uh, doctor uh, schematic or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, it enters the battlefield or leaves the battlefield, you create a 1 1 servo token. Yeah, okay. it's, I mean, like, cards like that are clearly made with. Uh, What's it called? Improvise and revolt. Actually, because yeah. that, that yeah. does do both of them. Yeah, you're well, right. that one doesn't... That no, one you have to remove. You yeah. have to get another effect to remove it. Uh, right, right. There's there's guys like Tap Sacrifice and an Artifact to deal two damage to a player. He's a nice little guy. But cards like that clearly go in tandem. Yeah. There's some pretty good stuff around it. So those are the only two new mechanics that are in the set. Um, there was also a couple returning ones, namely Vehicles and Energy. And... So, um, Fabricate. Fabricate actually did not return in this it set. Didn't? It did no, not. Nope. It's, it's purely uh, Kaladesh only. There's four. That's just the four. It's, it's improvise, revolt, revolt, revolt uh, and then energy and vehicles. Energy and vehicles. Yep. Uh, another thing worth mentioning is that there's um, a legendary thopter. <laughs> there is a legendary oh, thopter. Oh yeah. Thopter tribal. The hope of Giraper, which I hope that Adam builds a commander deck for because it will be. I'd be excited. And sweet. That'd be great. I'll try it. Isn't it just a fog if you sack it? No, it's um when it deals, you can sacrifice it and then target or pl- each player that was dealt combat damage by Hope of Giraper cannot cast spells until the beginning of his next turn. Mm. So it basically means like, or sorry, can't cast I think non creature spells specifically, but it's just like you can still do creatures, but you cannot counterspell anybody else. Like literally, you're aiming him at the blue player every single time. Alternatively. You be an asshat and you use uh, Blade of Selves and Mirror Gallery, hit everyone at once, sack all of them, and now nobody can cast spells. There you go. Well, Love it. Yes. It's Mirror Gallery means that the legend rule doesn't exist. Shit. Oh, okay. It's, it's a um, hilarious janky combo that I found on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. As Reddit does. What are you trying to say? It's, it's, uh, it can't cast non-creature spells. Right. Okay. Non-creature. It is non-creature like I thought. 
So yeah, it protects you from counter spells. Like they can still blow up their right? board. It's a one drop. Yeah, it's, it's a one, one drop, drop flying one one Ooh, cheap evasive creatures. <laughs> ah, cheap creatures. Turn That's... one commander. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That's like, great. It's gonna. Oh, I think it's gonna delicious. be like uh, if you do build a deck around it. I think it's gonna be kind of like Isamaro Hound of Konda, where you just slap a bunch of equipment. That'd be on great. It and, like nuke That'd somebody. Cuddle is Voltron. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Cuddle is Voltron. Thopter Voltron, yo. Thopter Voltron. Voltron. Uh, it's like those that. comics that have been going around of like a thopter just flying. Oh, the thopter's escaped. Oh, what's it gonna do? Wait, where's the cranial plating? <laughs> and then it just pans back to the thopter with the cranial plating. The entire city is just in flames. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some pretty sweet stuff that came out in this set. I've been pretty happy with the stuff that I've pulled for, so far. Like the pirate. Um, I did not pull the pirate actually, but I want the pirate. her, her, the and the other good. four legendary yeah. creatures are all pretty. The good. only the only card I know of in the set that I want is Baral. Baral. Which one's Baral? He's, He's the mono clients. blue okay. mythic really legendary nice. guy. He's like a two drop. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, draw a card. If you do, discard a card. Ooh, and whenever no, you counter a spell, you draw. You counter spell, draw a card. It's oh. instant and sorceries cost one less oh, to cast. Right, right. And then whenever you, whenever a spell um, or ability you control would counter a spell, then you cycle. Then you cycle. You draw a card, then discard a card. Right. For, for those of you who don't know, mean you, Jason. Uh, Brawl's the one who killed Chandra's father. Oh, oh yeah! Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Chandra. There goes your dad. <laughs> wow. Um, Sorry, Chandra. I'm gonna run you and the same deck together. <laughs> you better get along now. Uh, I I'm oh, looking. Wow. I managed to pull um, the uh, mono black uh, legendary for this. Ah uh, yes, yeah. Uh, and the hasty one. I'm the definitely gonna. Hasty? Is that the Aetherborn guy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Aetherborn. Whenever vampire. an opponent uh, loses a non-token creature, he gains plus one plus one, and you can sacrifice a creature to give him indestructible. Yeah. And really. I am going to definitely run that in Atraxa because Atraxa has I was always wondering to myself I said Zach we need things that have indestructible in the Atraxa (laughs) nonsense uh, EDH that we're making and I'm like man I'm really tired of board wiping and having indestructible stuff but now no, you can board wipe it hasn't and keep been the bad. creature. Yeah. Exactly. Well, can, like you literally like you're gonna lose one of your other creatures anyway, so sack it to you so to get it plus one plus one and then board wipe. And most mm-hmm. likely you're gonna get a lot of counters on them from all of your it's opponent's creatures awesome. that just and then died, just swing in and, and then you're just great. bash someone. You're great, you're solid, and I love it. It's I love every card. moment of it. Nice. I definitely think that it's gonna be really good as a commander and in the ninety nine, because literally you put it in any deck that runs like, you know, Grave Pact or, I want it in Marin. or Dictative Erebos or something like that. <laughs> Of course, you run it in Baron. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably run it in Gave too. But yeah, there's there's, there's a lot of a there's lot of good stuff. room yeah. for us. Some good, some good stuff. Oh, um, okay. And then the other two commanders are Sram and Rishkar. I'm going to talk about Sram because there's a fun deck that's going around with him. Which like ones is modern. Sram? The white mono. Yes, the he's the mono. One? He's the mono white one. He has okay. one white and one of any kind for a two-two uh, dwarf artificer. Whenever you cast an aura, equipment, or vehicle spell, draw a card. So okay. there's a fun deck that people are going around with in modern, like just brewing, called Sram Dunk, and it's literally just him and a bunch of like zero drop artifacts where you just it's like the pure draw steel your deck paladin deck combo. just with him. Yeah. Oh my god. It's hilarious. Oof. It's so just another combo piece. I also it. think that he's going to be really good in commander because specifically, like, if you could run pure steel paladin as your commander, I know a lot of people that oh. would in a heartbeat. 
And this is this. This is that. Sure, you lose out on the fact that you have to pay zero to equip, but you getting the, such power from just like drawing cards. Yeah. In, it's a real white. It's like, a really what is a color draw. that does not get card draw? They usually get small creatures and removal, and that's it. So this is a way for that to kind of be remedied, albeit you have to play with some very specific card types. But still, but yeah. that's very easy <laughs> to make work. I don't know. And then uh, the other one is uh, Gr- Green. Yes, Doing some green stuff. One. Is a what is he a two two for a green and two of any kind I for an have elf? No idea. Uh, when he enters the battlefield, you put a plus one plus one counter on up to two target creatures, and then each creature you control with a counter on it can tap to add a green. Okay. Now note that it's not specifically each creature with a plus one plus one counter on it. It's any kind of counter. So you put a charge counter on something, taps for a mana. You put a minus one minus one counter on something, taps for a mana. You put a friggin' oh I don't know uh, gin of wishes. Put a wish counter on it. Taps for mana. The bribery counter. The bribery counter. Taps for mana. Like Ooh, loving it. It just it's it gives a bribery lot of uh, it gives yeah, a lot of old it. cards some very good use. Like there was a deck list that I saw on CommanderTheory.com. It was Rishkar at the helm. Training counters. Uh, oh, level counters. You mean? No, I mean training counters. Training counters. I mean training counters from my boy Sensei Golden Tail from oh, back in oh. Kamigawa. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could do that. Love it. All right. It is a counter. So it I can works. give Bushido, and I can tap them. For Divinity counters. Divinity counters. Oh yeah. But the deck <laughs> that I can't board wipe them. Can't do it. Can't do it. The deck Sorry. that I saw in Commander Theory was basically like it played a bunch of like small little one drops and two drops that just enter the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter. And the, the whole spores, uh, yeah, like those, and literally they all just tap for mana. So you're basically the deck is like a million mana dorks, card draw spells, and crater hook behemoth. Well, there you go. That makes all sense. Right, that makes sense. I'm not surprised. It's it's very linear, but like the the way, a way to make your spore deck actually good. <laughs> your, your fungus deck. Oh, I mean, uh, no, his fungus deck has yet to win a game. <laughs> Actually, no. Sorry, it did win one game. I was what? playing at work and I won because I fucking swung somebody down with a uh, uh, tainted strike okay. on a on a ten okay. ten fungus that I had with Thelon out, and then uh, I passed the turn around. I had nothing. Eternal Witness, return Tainted Strike, do it again. If you have so a 10-10 killed... fungus uh, in the future, a please 10, consult 10... your doctor. <laughs> a 10-10 sure fungus they can with, get you infect. Infect. with you, infect. You really need to consult your doctor. They, they have well, like a fungal side or you're something. You're dead at that point, though. I mean... If, if it's a 10-10, you get hit by a 10-10 fungus, though, that's like that, you're dead. He's got at least lifelink. So that's the or only, at least a combat medic. That's the only game that it's won so far, though. So it's currently like one in sixteen. So okay, okay. that's still anyway. it's still not a great ratio. But want to make it one in seventeen? I'll play it right after this. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, but anyway, I do want to mention one more thing before we get yeah. off the topic of the new set. Uh, it is worth noting that they are uh, Wizards of the Coast. The ominous today um, <laughs> are actively making combo. A relative format again mm. with some of the new cards in the set, and they're consciously putting cards in. There oh yes, I see what you mean. Yeah, they're, they're 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 supporting it as an archetype, is what yes. you mean. Right, because you now you have a combo actually in standard right now. You yes. have yeah. Sahili Rai and Felidar Guardian. Yes. Which Sahili Rai was a planeswalker from Kaladesh, so if you don't know what that is, you've been like under a rock for the last like year. Or you just don't care about Kaladesh. Or just don't care. But yeah. um, there was a new card that was put out in Aether Revolt called Felidar Guardian, which is a 1 4 cat creature for 4. For it's like 1, I think it's a cat. I thought it was like a. Elk, but whatever. It's like a, no, it's, it's a Felidar, so it's a cat. Yeah, it's one white, th- one white and three of any kind for a one four. When it enters the battlefield, you may exile another target permanent 
and then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. So, usually with those kind of effects, it says it does it at the end of the turn. Right. But this one returns it immediately. So what you do is you use you, you have Sahili on the field, you play the Felidar Guardian, it activates exiling Sahili. Sahili comes back with a fresh amount of loyalty and no previous recollection of activating an ability. So then you can activate its ability to create a token of the Guardian. Yeah, you do her minus two, which is you copy target artifact. creature or artifact. Okay. You make a token of it, and it gains haste until end of turn, and then you sacrifice it at the end of turn or whatever. So the, the new Felidar Guardian comes in, targets Sahili again, she blinks out, do it again... Blinks out, do it again. Blinks out. Do it's it essentially again, out, do it again. a Kiki swing combo. for lots. swing for yeah. lethal. It's cast. a Kiki Jiki combo, just without Kiki Jiki. You, you, or you essentially have a with million the newer pieces. Yeah. So, but the fact that that combo is currently in standard and Wizards wasn't worried about it, you can do it on turn five. Like they have no ramp. Wow. Well, isn't it a four drop? Well, I thought one of them was a five drop. Four. Well, it's three and four. Oh, so you do it. It's a turn four combo, but it's only only at sorcery speed. Yeah. So it is a little bit more interruptible than, say, like, you know, Kiki Jiki combo or Splinter Twin combo, because it's like, those things, at least, like, with Splinter Twin, you could freaking get the, um, what's it called? The Deceiver Exarch? You could flash that in and then do the Kiki Jiki or Splinter Twin on in, your turn. Like, yeah. in response. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, so the combo's in standard, and I guess Wizards not worried about it because it they banned fun. literally a bunch of other things that weren't that combo. Yeah. Okay. Well, because people are, like, People are finding ways to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like a super like really hard to beat combo. Yeah, right no, because it but requires some decent setup. Like you have to either wait until right. your opponent. Well, you have to wait yeah. until your opponent's fully tapped out, or you just have to risk it. Because yeah. normally well, you're you going to be casting Sahili Ray on turn three, and then the Felder on turn four. You're not going to have any mana backup to protect him at yeah. the yeah. meantime. So yeah. you're kind of doing a risk, and you have to hope Sahili. Ray survives if you cast her on turn three. Now. Turn three isn't outrageous for her to survive. But standard, standard is pretty fast how, right now. How much? How much mana? She comes in with like three or four. She comes in with three. Okay, right. and how much is the second? Ability? Minus two. Minus two. So, so there you go. See that? That's the thing. So you can yeah. just cast her and then do it. Yeah. yeah so right, so, so that's anyway, so we'll move on from Aether Revolt. Revolt. Fun set. Definitely go play it if you haven't already. There's a lot of pretty sweet cards in there for mm, multiple <laughs> like formats. The Stargate. So. I'm so excited for that one. All right, so Adam, you've given me the 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 watch on the hand thing, so yeah. I'm assuming that means we're out of time. We can wrap up real quick. All right, so we'll go each go around the table and I guess say that uh, like I one paper, one finished. cool thing that we've done yeah. this week in general. I like so, um, I'll start off. Uh, I have been breeding the crap out of so many Pokemon because of that <laughs> bank update. Like, dear lord, I am going to become a Wonder Trade god. I'm just gonna like fucking breed a bunch of stuff that people need. Shoot it up into the space there. Into the heavens and hope that they reward you with breed on my church. So that's what I've been doing, is I've been doing a lot of Pokemon breeding. And also uh, Shadowrun, Dragonfall, rather. Yeah! I'm doing that. How's that? I haven't played it in like a week, but I'm going to have you liked it so far? It's been fun so far. Okay, good. Harry looks like he's thinking really hard on what he's done this Um, week. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 came out. Oh, yeah. So that is a remake of Dream Drop Distance, which was originally just a DS exclusive, and now it's on PS4 remake and everything. Is it actually called 2.8? Yes. Because not the first person I've heard say it. Is called, it is officially called 2.8 because it's Dream Drop Distance, and then it's a new game. I forget what it's called, but it's a new story and everything. It's all focused on the character Aqua, 
and then there's a full cinematic that afterward, and this is all to like cover the story that's happening in between Kingdom Hearts two up to Kingdom Hearts three, which is coming out hopefully sometime later this year. Mm-hmm. Fun. All, all right, nice, nice, nice. all right, Zach, Zach, what do you got for us? Uh, what do you do? The Mass Effect three trailer dropped okay. uh, recently. Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, or sorry, yes, thank <laughs> you. It's been so long since three, I forgot it existed. Um, <laughs> but no, Andromeda dropped a trailer. I am stoked for it because it's just like it has everything I want in a Mass Effect game. It has uh, cool planets. It has interesting characters. It's got new Sex. races of aliens. It's got <laughs> people obviously having <laughs> meaningful relationships with each other. Glad we know Harry. Where we were on these <laughs> and some of them like, may be aliens, so that's kind of cool. Harry's um, like, I can't wait to get past all this cosplay. <laughs> it has <laughs> terrifying points for my class. Who cares about that movie mechanic? Let's right. just go straight to the bonus. Which one's the which one's the charisma one? Which one do I ma- max out? There is but, no one because they're no. all combat related. I know, but I'm stoked. I'm definitely stoked for okay. that. I'm looking forward to it. It has like it's got cool it's looking Krogan. It's got cool looking characters. Um, okay. The whole like Bioware community was freaking out because like. Well, it's kind of spoilery, so I'm not going to talk about it. But I'm going right. to tell you guys after this podcast. Watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. So watch Check that trailer. Hey, um, real quick. What have I been doing? I've been rolling up D and D characters, recording box cars, and playing lots of Eve Online. That's pretty much Fun. it for me. Good stuff. All right, Adam. What have I been doing? What have you? You're been the one that. You're the one who brought it you up. You drop off the face of the planet. I have no idea what you've been doing for the past like two weeks. I don't know. I've been uh. I'm Good talk. Next person. Um, <laughs> I made a new Skyrim character. Time's up. You made a new Skyrim character. Hey, is it a stealth archer? Uh, is it Mr. Yeah, Fisto? kind of stealth. No. Does he? Does he summon He's a bear? A shit. Mr. Fisto had a short life. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, it did. Played him once. Oh, uh, you know that, and I've just been playing stupid. Uh, you've been you've been playing stupid. Stu- stu- stupid iPad games. All right. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Yes. Lots of homework and the yeah. Old Republic. Yeah! <laughs> old Republic. How's that going? I've finished uh, Cypher's storyline. Okay. Nice. So now it's on to the other classes. Swiper. Nice. Swipers. Woo! So is that the Old Republic? No, it's no, just online. The old okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Have just you tried uh, Bounty Hunter? Not yet. Bounty Hunter's a lot of fun. I will do it I next. recommend it. Okay. All right, hey. so there we go. Another episode of the TalkBox Podcast down. We thank you very much for listening and hope that you were able to find our ramblings at least somewhat entertaining. A little bit. Because that's what we do. As always. So as always, as always, I'm Chad. I'm Harry. I'm Zach. I don't really remember, but go on. <laughs> this is Jeff. I'm Adam. <laughs> Jason. And you've been listening to the TalkBox Podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time. Woo. Bye.